Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode, a culmination type of episode, where we're going to take a skill that I've had since I was a kid and see all that I've learned from then up until now. And that skill that I've had that I've learned and grown over the years has been how to present clearly and confidently without stumbling or sweating through it. I know that this can be a challenge. It can be really hard to first off put yourself out there and share the amazingness that you do, but then to do it in a way that is exciting and confident and doesn't leave you feeling nervous or worried afterwards that that was a hot mess. So like I said, growing up, I've always been a talker. Hello, in hindsight, that's why I created a podcast. And since then, I've become known for presenting well and with ease. I've been on live TV at least 10 times with excitement, not fear. I've been a guest on Facebook, Instagram, podcast, etc. for other people. I've hosted many live and in-person workshops with large crowds. I've presented my messages again and again at trade shows and conventions, and I've created hundreds of recordings for myself. But as I've been editing and producing my podcast, it's all really come together and I've become absolutely lit up by this. Because listening to my guests' easy, breezy conversations transform into clear, concise, powerful, I've got to work with this woman presentations has absolutely blown me away. And honestly, it's planted the seed that I feel like I now need to help guide fellow mompreneurs in finding their voice and showing up in the most impactful and powerful versions of themselves and to empower them to get out there and share the amazingness that they have to offer in a way that feels good and sounds good too. So of course I thought, why not turn this into a podcast episode? It's my number one way of sharing all of the tips, tricks, and tools that I have with fellow mompreneurs like you. So today I'll share not only the mindset and strategies I've implemented to help me present as a polished speaker, but I'll also share the edits I'm making as I'm trimming up the podcast so you can see firsthand the difference these tweaks make and how you can limit them when you're out presenting too. Now, just as a disclaimer, I'm not trying to make you think that you need to be perfect and you can't stumble or anything like that. I just want to arm you with things to know that can help you show up as the most productive and impactful version of yourself. Because at the end of the day, when we're out there speaking, this really allows us to be more productive in our business. Because one time, we can go out there and share very clearly, concisely, and confidently what we do. And that'll either lead to more connections, more sales, because people are getting and understanding how you can help them like that, like a drop of a hat. Or it's arming people with the information they need to easily refer you and then to make you more sales in the long run. So let's get into it and let's talk about how we can better present based on not only my growth and experiences, but what I've seen at editing the podcast too. So the first thing that you need to do to become a more confident speaker is know your stuff. Just like I mentioned with my mompreneur with ease method, 
the first strategy that you need to start with is clarity. Because if you've heard it, you know, when you're crystal clear, everything else falls into place. So the things that I thought about and that I know deep down to my core that allow me to present with more ease and questions that you should ask yourself and then know the answers to, first and foremost is what is my hook? Like what is a quick and concise elevator pitch way that you can share whatever it is that you are trying to get across? Maybe that's you're trying to explain what you do for your business. Maybe that's how do you quickly and concisely say what your program is? How do you get another point across, maybe in your home life or your personal life, things like that. It's how can we take and distill down whatever it is you're talking about into something a kid could understand? Because when you can do that, like I mentioned at the beginning, when you can do that, not only will you have a better understanding and a deeper understanding of what it is that you're trying to say, but then it becomes crystal clear for the person that you're sharing with or talking to. The next thing that you need to get crystal crystal clear on is what is your concise story like your journey leading up until here now you have those breadcrumbs and maybe you've thought about this and maybe you know it maybe you haven't maybe you've never really thought how has my story all played into what I do now and so when you can know your concise story and not go on and ramble and tell some other details that you don't need but what are those breadcrumbs that support and have led you to where you are today It becomes really easy to talk about it and weave it in so it's very clear how you have the experience, the authority, the expertise in order to help people on their journey with whatever it is that you are teaching. So this plays into, like Cheldon mentioned, in episode number four of the Mompreneur with Ease podcast, what are your major talking points? What are those hits and highlights as she called them? Those three to six topics that if someone asked you right now to talk about, you could stop whatever you were doing and share those with ease. So when you have your hook, your concise story of how you've gotten to where you are today, and you have those three to six major talking points that are like the themes, the major pillars of your business or whatever you stand for, whatever you're doing, when you're crystal clear on that, it makes talking so much easier. Because I've always found that when I know my stuff, I barely need to prepare. It just comes naturally. And I think that's because you know it on a subconscious level. You know what you're talking about because you've gotten really clear and you know what those points are. So then you can just show up and let your energy come through. You don't have to worry about calculating it in your head and thinking through like, is this the right thing to say? Or not being prepared to answer a question when questions are asked of you in interviews or a presentation. When you know your stuff and you're super clear on what those answers are, it makes it a lot easier to present because you're going to respond on autopilot. So all you need to bring to the table then is your energy. And the other beauty of this is because we're the owners of our business, we have this luxury. Others might have a harder time presenting because they don't love the work that they do or the subject that they need to share, or maybe they don't even fully understand it. But if we're living in alignment with our purpose, our current purpose, as I mentioned in episode number five, then we know this stuff like the back of our hand. So don't forget that. Don't discredit yourself when you go to talk and be worried. And sometimes you can over-prepare because you get yourself nervous. But if you know your main talking points and you have that passion, you're going to be able to have that come out, like I said, on autopilot. 
So let me share an example with you. I want to share my hook, my concise story, and my talking points so you can understand how simple this needs to be. When it comes to my hook, my hook is that I help mompreneurs feel present and productive without the mom guilt or overwhelm. Tune into my podcast every Monday to learn how. My concise story, the major points that have gotten me from where I was to where I am today are first and foremost, I was raised by a mompreneur and a family of entrepreneurs, which allowed me to see what was possible with this lifestyle. From there, I used that to start my business in high school because I wanted to be really productive now so I could be present with my kids later. I then studied entrepreneurship and I ran my business for 10 years, my previous personal styling business. But right before our daughter was born, our final child was born, I realized that I would get to do this work forever with less starting and stopping that I had had while having kids and other pieces of life came into play. And so that's when I heard that whisper that I was meant to do more, meant to do something different. And I went through a process of strategy, support, and self-care, which launched me into my new business, The Mompreneur Guide. And from then on, I've been on a mission and living my mission to be a present and productive mompreneur. And that is what I'm doing today. And that is how I can help people. And you can see with that concise story, all of the breadcrumbs that help elevate me into my space as a leader in my business. So I was raised by a mompreneur and I saw the possibility and the opportunity that this offered, which plays into helping mompreneurs now. I started my business in high school and I ran a business with the intent to be present and productive, but it didn't quite match up. There was a struggle there. I studied entrepreneurship and ran a business for 10 years. That helps with my credibility and that I know what I'm talking about. But then I had this transition. And so I had to go through my own process and uncover all of this learning, which is what I'm now able to share with you. I know these points like the back of my hand. And I also know too that they can help you connect with me and put me as that authority and make you feel confident and trust me that I can help you on your journey too. From there, once you know your hook and your concise story, then your talking points tend to come out of that as well. Your pillars, the things that you're always talking about. So for me, my pillars are the power of mompreneurship from both sides. It's also good with talking points to find your unique angle, something that sets you apart. And so for me, I think our children are going to be used to having mompreneurs. It's not going to be as uncommon, but our generation, that's not so common to have been raised by a mompreneur. And so that gives me elevated authority in this space. I also talk about living a present and productive life. That's part of the foundation of what I'm doing with my business. My other talking points include finding your current life's purpose. I've done a whole episode on that living life just as you want to. That is what the Mompreneur with Ease Method is all about. I am doing right now an episode on presenting, helping you find your voice. That's another thing that's a pillar of what I do, how I'm helping guide mompreneurs in this world. And podcasting, that's another one that you'll see. If it hasn't aired yet, you'll see that in episode 12. So once you've got your foundation set, then it really flips over into mindset. Because remember, the foundational work allows you to run on autopilot, so it's just your energy shining through. The first thing you have to remember is, it's just a conversation. You know your stuff. You did this clarity work. So you know subconsciously all of the things that you need to talk about, and you could go talk about them. Maybe you're nervous to talk about them in front of people, but you know that you could talk about them if you're in a room by yourself. 
And when it comes to sharing, presenting, maybe you're going to go on live TV, you're going to do a podcast interview, maybe you're just going to go live on your own platform. Maybe you're going to write an email or something like that. It could be as simple as that. Maybe not you verbalizing it, but you just putting yourself out there. At the end of the day, think that you're really simply sharing that with one person. It's a conversation typically with one person. Yes, other people on another side are going to be watching and there might be hundreds of thousands of millions of people. That's exciting. Think of that as an opportunity. But at the end of the day, in that moment, if you're really nervous, just imagine sitting down with one of your best friends and telling them what you do. It takes a lot of weight off of you to realize, hey, I'm just talking one-on-one with another person. Every time I go into a live TV interview, you're in the green room and you end up talking with the other people who are there being interviewed as well. And so many women I have spoken to are really nervous. Maybe it's their first time. They've never done it before. Maybe it's not their first time and they're just nervous to be on live TV again. And I always say, hey, it's just a conversation. So-and-so is awesome. They're going to guide you through it. And yeah, there might be a camera on you, but you can essentially pretend it's not there because you're just telling that one person what you have to share and because you did the foundational work it's going to come through on autopilot so just really focus on being so passionate and excited and lit up by what you're doing because that's all that's happening the other beauty of this is that yes that person like i said is going to share this with hopefully lots and lots of other people but if you're presenting as well as i know you will when you have this foundational work in place and you can let your energy shine through because you've taken the time to get it really, really clear and concise, they can easily then become ambassadors who can share your exact story in the same way again and again because you've made it so clear. So really look at presenting as an opportunity to make it as simple as possible for people to regurgitate what you're saying, especially when they are talking with your ideal client. So if you've made it really clear to them, these are the the people that I work with and this is how I help them, then the second that that person comes to mind or comes to them with a question or a problem, they can easily refer them to you because you've made it so clear, concise, and you've put yourself out there as an authority with the energy and excitement to get it done. But like I said, at the end of the day, when you look at it, the nuts and bolts of it, you're just having a conversation with one person. So that's one way to help you to stop sweating it. Next, like I mentioned, is that you need to bring your energy. This is really what sets the good presenters apart from the average presenters. When you bring your excitement, your passion, everything you got to your conversation, people will notice. And it's not just any people, it's your people will connect and fall in love with you. Because honestly, the first thing that I do when I'm considering a podcast guest who I don't know already is I go and I listen to how they share what they do. Because everyone has an audience. So when I go and I listen to other people sharing what they do, I'm looking for someone who brings an energy, a presence, and a kindness that's in alignment with mine. And when I hear how lit up they get to share their message, that's when I know it's a perfect fit. When I feel like we can essentially be besties, then I know that they would be a good fit for my audience because personally, I am trying to cultivate, attract, and help other mompreneurs like me. And you you might be different. You might be attracting a different type of vibe and so that brings a different energy. But you know the phrase that they say is, your vibe attracts your tribe. And so making sure you bring that energy is so important. And if you're nervous and you don't have these points down and you start fumbling, You won't find your right people or you won't be able to be presented 
the best way that I know you can be in front of those people. So the last trick that will take your talks to the next level is to take breaths. They're not as long as you think, and it really helps eliminate the filler words. The likes, the ums, you knows, kind of like. All of those things end up devaluing and can take away from the impact of what you say. This has been the most mind-blowing thing I've noticed when producing my podcast. I personally produce, edit, I do all of the things for my podcast. I absolutely love it. I would do it all day, every day. I wake up at 5 a.m. and do it on the weekends. I have to stop myself from getting up at 5 a.m. and doing it because I love it so much. But when I have listened to the difference in the clarity of somebody's message, when I eliminate not only the likes, the ums, but also some of the less confident words they use, and I trim things down, their message becomes so powerful and clear. I literally have my hands up in the air (laughs) in excitement as I'm saying this to you now because it absolutely blows my mind. And so I wanted you to be able to see what a difference it makes when you can get really clear and eliminate those filler words. So take a listen here to see a before and after example of editing the podcast. One of the ways that we want to start serving our audience better and connecting with them is not what you might think. So when you're learning, when a lot of our students are learning calligraphy or any art, they want to just get more and more tutorials and they want to learn uh, more information and they're always looking for like how-to videos. And so we already have so many how-to videos and there's so much information out there. And what we want them to understand is um, you don't, have to have more information. You have more than enough information available to you already. So we want to focus more on uh, mindset because mindset is really important. So we want to focus on getting people to have better habits for practicing. And also we, we get so much feedback from our students that they say when they watch one of our courses and then they go back and watch it again, they pick up something new the second time they watch it because by then they have more experience and so they're they see it from a, a different lens and they have a different perspective and also because there's so much information they just pick up something that they might have missed the first time so basically we want people to not want more information but just like they don't need more to practice they just need to practice more of what they already have and that will lead to more improvement one of the ways that we want to start serving our audience better is not what you might think so our students are learning calligraphy and they're always looking for like how-to videos, tutorials, and they want to just get more and more information. We already have so many how-to videos and there's so much information out there. And what we want them to understand is you don't have to have more information. You have more than enough information available to you already. We get so much feedback from our students that say when they watch one of our courses and go back and watch it again, they pick up something new the second time because by then they have more experience and so they see it from a, a different lens and they have a different perspective. And also because there's so much information, they just pick up something that they might have missed the first time. So basically we want people to not want more information. They don't need more to practice. They just need to practice more of what they already have and that will lead to more improvement. It's insane, right? It is so amazing the difference that it can make. And I want you to know that this is gonna be a process. It's something you want to know, but I don't want you to beat yourself up over it or let it trip you up as you're talking. 
which side note, that's also why I love podcasts because it makes it so easy to just do a little editing so that we can always be presented in our best light with no stress. But at the end of the day, I want you to just start to notice it now. I want you to be aware if you're saying it. I want you to know your message subconsciously. I want you to be able to bring that energy. And then slowly but surely, you can start eliminating those likes, those ums, because you're so clear and confident in your message. So remember, you don't have to converse back right away. You can take a second to think and respond in a thoughtful way. But don't let the ums, likes, etc. trip you up. If you can slowly start to weeding them from your vocabulary, your message will become more than clear and impactful, meaning those interviews, those live presentations you're doing will be that much more productive in sharing your message and getting you sales. So let's recap one more time the steps to take so that you can present clearly and confidently without stumbling or sweating through it. The first thing that you want to do is know your stuff. You need clarity around what your hook is, what your concise story is with those breadcrumbs that have support and led you to where you are today. You need to know your three to six topics, those pillars that you're going to share with the world, those pillar topics that you could talk about right now if somebody asked you. And then from there, once your foundation is set, you're really focusing on your mindset. You need to remember it's just a conversation. You know your stuff. You've done the foundational work and don't let it freak you out. That yes, it's going to be shared with lots of people and that's good because if we're presenting well, referrals become easy, easy peasy. But you need to remember it's just a conversation with one person. After that, you need to bring your energy and it's your energy because when you bring your energy, it's going to attract your people and get you with those people that you want to help. The last trick that will take your talks to the next level is to take breaths and that will help eliminate the filler words. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you enjoyed hearing my ahas, hearing the things that I've done to be able to present well, to try to edit less when it comes to the podcast, to be able to go on live TV, live Facebook, live Instagram, to be able to share my message as clearly and concisely as possible so that I can find more women just like you to join my tribe and to get my authority, expertise, that current life's purpose that I know I'm meant to do out there and serving more people. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Want more? Head to themompreneurguy.com to grab my personal framework for living a present and productive life and to hear my real-time ahas on Telegram. See you next time.